0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Current events, local, world news, and what's trending. This is Saturday, January 6th. How's everybody doing this morning? Start of the weekend. Here we are. In Ontario, Canada. With a lockdown order and a stay-at-home order. All combined into one. But people are still traveling. Why are people doing that? I don't know. I have no idea why people are doing that. For non essential purposes, go get your feet dipped in the sand, in the water, in the sun. While well, this coronavirus rages around the world. People trying to come home or people trying to enter Canada. So does Canada need tighter travel restrictions to control COVID-19? Well, With the coronavirus continuing to rise across the country amid concerns of new, possibly more contagious COVID-19 variants, most Canadians are in favor for closing the borders and prohibiting all international travel. First of all, ask yourself. Why do you need to travel to Canada? If it's work, why would your employer be sending you to Canada? With all the social media that we have available to ourselves through Zoom or any other forms of communicating through video and audio, Business, business travel isn't essential. Visiting Canada, well, there's nothing to see here during this pandemic. You know, since March last year, Health Canada has advised against non-essential travel. But that hasn't stopped people from coming into the country or preventing Canadians, including several politicians, from making trips abroad. And We've seen this. You know, going against the travel advisory, being asked not to travel, especially when you're working in government and the government is trying to, you know, Help everybody to get through this. And yet you go ahead and travel anyway. By putting yourself at risk. Coming back and potentially putting everybody else at risk. Now, this guy here is a travel insurance broker in Toronto. He says sales and call volume have gone up since the start of the new year. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the travel advisory is just that. It's an advisory to avoid non-essential travel. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. So I'm out here this morning talking about does Canada need tighter travel restrictions to control COVID-19? we have here in Canada travel, a travel advisory, It's not a travel ban. You're gonna, you know, travel advisory, you're gonna use at your own discretion. But is it necessary to travel outside of your country? Full well known that you could potentially contract COVID-19 and bring it home to your family, family members and friends and so on and so forth. So if you really wanted to stop travel and, and stop the variants of this virus from coming into Canada or going out of Canada, you should shut the country down. You would basically make it a no-flying travel zone, a border that is truly closed. Good morning, how are you today? So, right now, our land border between the United States and Canada, the largest undefended border in the world, is closed to non-essential travel. Only transport trucks. Or an essential worker can cross into the United States or Canada. Good morning, how are you today? So, should we tighten, should we be making our our, our, our travel restrictions even more stringent? Under the current rules, like I said, all travelers entering Canada um i've said this before on my podcast too um all travelers enter entering canada via the only way you can enter this country is by air all travelers entering canada have to show a negative COVID 19 test result before boarding a plane and quarantine for 14 days upon entering the country Our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, said that the government will continue to look at all the measures, both to discourage travel and to ensure that the current measures are the right ones to protect all Canadians. He said so far the country's travel measures have been extraordinarily effective, but of course we need to continue to strengthen those measures. Now, over the Christmas holidays, and and that uh, people decided that they're going to go traveling. Politicians, you know, decided that they would just go against the advice, the advisory, of not to travel. And um, you know, it wasn't just them; it's just you know, just your average Canadian. Your average Canadian worker wants to get away, wants to go to somewhere where it's warm and um, take that risk. But what also was happening is when, you know, the average Canadian came back, of course he or she or they would have to self-isolate for 14 days. But then, they were also collecting the sick benefit for two weeks during the isolation of five hundred dollars, and we, you know, we started to complain of why should you be collecting that benefit upon returning from going against the travel advisory. You had to for so you had to self-isolate for 14 days, regardless. So the government of Canada, the federal government of Canada, put a stop to those coming back into Canada. You know, you still have to self-isolate for 14 days. And you cannot, to all Canadians out there, you cannot collect that $500 a week for two weeks. Now, while Canada has restrictions on who can enter the country, it is not preventing people from leaving, like I said, it's an advisory. And nothing prevents Canadian citizens and permanent residents who travel abroad for vacation or leisure from returning home, according to the federal government, on the current guidelines on international travel. I mean, you're a Canadian citizen, you left your country, you went on holidays, you're coming back to your to to your to your country. But what could possibly happen there? So you want to go to Costa Rica, you know, you want to go. Cuba or places like that and before your vacation's over, one of these countries turned around and cancelled all airlines in and out of their country because of COVID. Now you'd be stuck. So there's other things to look at if you're thinking about traveling anywhere. Potentially, the country you're going to could have a travel ban in or out of the country, say, even for a period of 30 days, and now you're stuck. Then what? Are you going to complain to your to your your home country that you can't get back when there is a travel advisory? Whose problem would that be? Be your own problem? So now we talk about the guidelines on international travel. right so now the COVID-19 testing uh, testing required for for people flying into Canada and that includes Canadians as well coming back into the country that whether they went down to the southern United States for a vacation or any tropical islands wherever you want to go Canadian or not, as of January the 7th, 2021, all travelers five years of age or older will be required to present a negative COVID 19 test result to the airline prior to boarding international flights bound for Canada. Mandatory 14 day quarantine. Or isolation. And that's suggested 72 hours prior to your flight. Now, since you're away and you know the guidelines coming back that you have to have this negative test done, now you have to find the location where you are that you can get the test done. Canadian or not, if you don't have that negative COVID-19 test, you cannot board the airplane. To protect Canadians from the outbreak of COVID-19, the Prime Minister of Canada announced that travel restrictions that limit travel to Canada until further notice. Most foreign nationals cannot travel to Canada, even if they have a valid visitor, visa, or electronic travel authorization. These restrictions stop most non-essential discretionary travel to Canada. If you are not a Canadian citizen, there is no point come here at this time here in canada there is nothing to see as a nation we are in a fight like every other nation to stop this coronavirus in its tracks Some nations are having a really difficult time, like the United Kingdom in the United States of America. Canada's cases are now well over 600,000, with over 17,000 deaths. That's considerably low, but it's still unfortunate, And, and one death is one too many. Now for Canadians, my fellow Canadians, think about it before you decide to make that decision. Yes, it's a travel advisory. You make that choice. And some people have, obviously, and some people had contracted COVID 19. from traveling outside Canada. We had a, uh, there was a couple in Eastern Ontario. Uh, they tested positive for COVID-19. And it was only discovered by accident that they had that new variant of this disease from the United Kingdom. Now officials are gonna do contact tracing and they're gonna be asking a lot of questions. They said, oh no, we didn't travel anywhere and we didn't come in contact with anyone from the United Kingdom. You know, but still with with, with the uh, investigation, you know, the you know Bells are still going off, thinking, well, you must have done something. And after further investigation, these two individuals lied. They did, in fact, travel to the United Kingdom. They did, in fact, come in contact with somebody from the United Kingdom with the new variant. I don't know what the point I don't know what the point on uh, on lying is. You know lying about anything, never mind lying about traveling and and getting this new variant and then said you never went anywhere. Now here down this uh, on this um, the government webpage you know the uh, coronavirus disease who can travel to Canada citizens person registered persons registered under the uh, the, the uh, Canada's Indian Act, permanent residents, foreign nationals, and refugees, But all these other rules that I just talked about are in play, and they must be followed, right? We advise against it, you know, because you never know. I mean, if you do come to Canada and uh, we put a... A ban on all air travel and we had with 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 this new variant from the United Kingdom, Canada banned flights from the United Kingdom. We could do that from any country. And then you're stuck. Now. I was reading something a little bit further down uh, on this document. Um, oh, okay, so now people if 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 you're coming if you come to Canada. And it is for, you know, um, you have immediate family here, and, you know, somebody is ill, and, you know, it may be um, their end of life, and you want to be able to unite with them. Um, You know, if staying in Canada for 15 days or more, Uh, You must also have a quarantine plan that shows how you'll quarantine for 14 days when you arrive in Canada. This plan is mandatory. Immediate families staying for less than 15 days must be traveling for non-discretionary purposes. Now, further down this document, coming in, yeah, so, so coming in for compassionate reasons. If you are a foreign national traveling to Canada for a compassionate reason, you must get authorization from the Public Health Agency of Canada to travel to and enter Canada. And the examples of compassionate reasons can include being present during the final moments of life for a loved one, providing support to a person being critically ill, providing care to a person who medically requires support, attending a funeral or end of life ceremony. You have to get the authorization from the Public Health Agency of Canada. You have to provide how you're going to quarantine for 14 days. That is mandatory. All other foreign nationals to be eligible, you must meet one of the following requirements. You must be traveling directly from the United States for non-discretionary purposes. You must be exempt from the national travel restrictions and be traveling for non-discretionary purposes. Now, that is going to be difficult to get the exempt from the travel restrictions. It's going to be very difficult to get that. We've had people, big CEOs from the from, uh, United States. This was uh, back in October or September or something like that. And somehow they got exempt from these travel restrictions of these mandatory 14-day quarantines and and, and stuff like that. And, uh, well, Canadians were just in an uproar over that. And the government put a stop to it, added more restrictions to it, And basically, you cannot get exempt from any of these restrictions that we have here in Canada for any foreign nationals. So, arrival in Canada. Um, like I said, you know, um, you have to, uh, you have to, um, so you must use the, uh, uh, arrive ride can, uh, before checking in at the airport or crossing the border to submit your travel and contact information. Right. So the Canadian officials are going to contact your contact information to see if it is legit. Your quarantine plan, COVID 19 uh, symptoms, your self assessment, that means that you have to have that COVID test done prior to entering Canada and it must be a negative. And of course, Quarantine requirement, you must have a place to stay. How will you get to your destination? How will you get your groceries? Access essential services and medical care. This plan is mandatory, even if you have no symptoms. If you don't have a plan, you should not travel to Canada. Otherwise, you may not be allowed to enter the country. A border services officer will determine if you can enter the country. Now the penalties for not following your quarantine plan once you arrive in the country can include a fine of up to $750,000 Six months of jail time being found inadmissible, removed from Canada, and banned from entering for a year. Only people who provide essential services, for example, truck drivers who regularly cross the border to maintain the following, the flow of the goods, are exempt from the quarantine requirement. So I want people to understand that. Ask yourself, why do you need to travel? You know, I get it, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this is stressful for everybody. Painstaking for a lot of people people want to get away and they just want to forget about COVID-19 for seven days or whatever it may be weigh the pros and cons weigh the risks and then think about possibly that like I said The country that you flew to, unknown be to you, once you arrive, they put in a travel ban. That could end up very costly for yourself. Should Canada add more travel restrictions to control COVID-19? I think these restrictions that we have in place right now are pretty stringent. It's certainly going to give you an eye opener on making on the decision to come to Canada, knowing full well what these measures are, and if you don't. You can go on the Canadian web page of the travel, and you will find all these guidelines that you will have to follow. And it still doesn't mean you're gonna be allowed into the country. The Canadian border officers can use their their, uh, discretion. Because, like I said, they are going to contact your contacts and they better be legitimate. And you have to have that COVID-19 test done even before you get to this country. And it has to be a negative test and you're still going to have to quarantine for 14 days. So ask yourself, what's the point? You know, the the uh, continued pandemic restrictions have taken a heavy toll on the airline industry. Canadian Airlines recently slashing jobs and cutting flights. They have blamed the Fed, the Fed's recent travel policy on COVID-19 testing for having an immediate impact on the business. Well, I'm really sorry for these airlines. But people were traveling to Canada and testing positive. And so we try to, to, you know, stop the spread, and we put in the, these new measures of that you have to have this test done, and the airlines are 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 complaining, but so they stop to think about everybody else, you know, just thinking of themselves. When so many people here in Canada and around the world, who are jobless right now, maybe uh, other countries don't have programs like Canada does for financial support. The United States is struggling with that, sending out $600, one-time payment. Our plan here in Canada and our support for all Canadians who are sick from COVID, who are laid off from their jobs, because they are not in an essential service, are able to apply for benefits and receive $500 a week. And these airlines are bitching and complaining because of these new restrictions. That is just ridiculous. While the extra layer of restrictions with the negative test requirement will discourage travel, it will only only be mildly to moderately effective. Well, you know, mildly to moderately is better than not being effective. You know, I mean, one of these people, I mean, this person, you know, this person says, you know, it's, it's more performance than real control. Okay, so maybe we should just shut down all air travel in and out of Canada. Is that as far as that we have to go? Should we go to that extreme? You just can't come here, period. How's that? We'll see what the federal government says and how they're going to, you know, make any adjustments or or what are they going to do with these requirements as we move forward. But I'm telling you right now, you know, these these things that we have in place, you know, are not only for you know protection for for Canadians, but it's it's for, it's protection for you. You know, a new poll uh, by Angus Reid Institute published on Thursday found that 65% of Canadians say if the decision were up to them, they would prohibit prohibit personal travel. 65% of Canadians. The World Health Organization has cautions that travel bans are not sustainable and argue to the government to, to do more to control the virus within their own borders. So, is an outright ban necessary to control the the virus in your own borders? Some studies suggest that the travel measures have proven to be effective at the start of the pandemic, but once the virus started spreading across different countries, border closures were less fruitful. Stringent travel restrictions might have little impact on this. Countries with low COVID-19 and large numbers of arrivals from other countries or where other places are closed for, for at the, or other places are at the tipping points of the uh, of a much larger growth of this virus. You know, the United States is, is beyond the tipping point. On an epic level. United Kingdom, same thing. So our, our travel, our, our travel restrictions, you think they're tough enough? you think we need to go further you know cuz look right now here here in ontario canada we are in a lockdown in this province of ontario only essential services are available and we're also in a stay-at-home order, both at the same time, only do you need, to be, need to be going out for essential items. The province of Quebec has a curfew from 8 p.m. until 5 a.m. And believe me, they're enforcing it. I was reading a little article last night, and I was really appalled by it. And, you know, the, the, the uh, Quebec police, they're going as far as issuing tickets to the homeless. you got to be freaking kidding me. How ridiculous is that? It's unbelievable. But there is an article on that which I will talk about on another show uh, about uh, Quebec's uh, curfew. Have they gone too far or not far enough? We'll find about that story. And um, yeah, so just, you know, ladies and gentlemen who, you know, who did not live here and is not a citizen here, these travel restrictions, what I've talked about, are mandatory. Until we get out of this mess, whenever that might be, I don't know. But I say on my podcast, it's up to all of us. It's up to all of us around the world to do our part, to follow the rules. Protect yourself, protect your loved ones. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get those thank yous out there to all of our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses, our paramedics, our police, and our fire department. I thank you for the job that you do day in, day out. And a nice round of applause for all the men and women. And thank you to my guests on my show this morning, my listeners around the world and my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the truckers podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada, and this is the Trucker Podcast. Have a good weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Take care and be safe.